Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. I hate to say I told you so, but you know I really do like to say I told you so, because I wouldn't say that if I didn't like to say it. True. But I have said for the longest time, even last night we got into it when story breaks late, that the NFLPA and the National Football League are tabling any changes to what punishment could come for players who kneel or protest during the National Anthem. We had the story a day ago where the Dolphins submitted paperwork to the NFL which said they would like to suspend players for four games if they protest the anthem on the field. That was not met with... Any sort of, hey, that's great. So late last night, both sides decide, hey, we're going to table this paperwork and this proposal by the Dolphins until we can figure things out. And I even said last night, and I've said it for a long time, the NFL was just stupid. 
they were just stupid to allow President Trump to become involved in this. He said from the beginning, players should be suspended. It's awful. It's political for him. Sure. This plays to his base. We're not going to get political with this with, with this conversation, but this plays to his base. It's a popular thing. Many people don't like the fact that players kneel. Many people love the fact that players have the right to kneel. I love the fact that players feel they have the right to kneel because I know what they're protesting. They're protesting violence to black men at the hands of police. They're not protesting the flag. They're not protesting the military. But this is something that, President Trump, as he even said to Jerry Jones, this wins for him. During the big Colin Kaepernick trial, when they were trying to figure out if he's been blackballed from the NFL, Cowboys owner lets it slip that, hey, the president told us this is big for him. This wins for him. And so the NFL now realizes we have to do something. And they thought they were putting it to bed by saying, you can't protest on the field, but you can stay in the locker room. And they thought that was going to do it. And they were all stupid. Every NFL owner, everybody who voted for this was stupid because the president and anybody is never going to let go of anything political that, quote, wins for them. Yep. You have to find your wins. And this is a week where the president has had but the worst week of his presidency. Would, wouldn't, would, wouldn't. No, 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 no. He's had the worst week. And I said last night, it's not going to be long until Trump reignites this debate because he needs stuff that wins for him. I said last night, you know, it's going to happen again in a week or two. whatever. But no, now coming off this week, here's what he tweets out today. He tweets out, quote, the NFL national anthem debate is alive and well again. Can't believe it. Isn't it in contract that players must stand at attention hand on heart? It isn't. (laughs) The $40 million commissioner must now make a stand. First time kneeling, out for the game. Second time kneeling, out for the season slash no pay. So Donald Trump wants players who protest the first time you don't get to play, second time you're out for the year and you don't get paid. I told you so. I told you this was never going to be something that gets let go. This will be a story as long as he is president because, as he says, this wins for me. This wins for him with his base. And the NFL was dumb to think that, okay, we're just going to put this to bed and and we're going to walk away and and not do it. Look, Eric Winston had the best response after it was over. He put out, president of the NFLPA, put out a tweet that said, thanks for your thoughts, but we'll take it from here. This is what the NFL should have said to him. That's great. Run the country. We're a private entity. We're the National Football League. We will take care of it. And if you continue to ignore it, eventually he would move on to something else. But they decided, okay, they wanted to change the rule, and that played right into President Trump's hands in that now this is something I'm getting involved with. They should have backed off from the beginning because now this is never going to go away. Well, I do agree it's never going to go away. I will ask you, though, you said that you thought it might be a week or two before the president responded. What, in the last year and a half or two years, what gave you any indication that it would take that long? Well, because, you know, he, cause he, look, he's got other stuff going on. Look, yeah. I can never fault a great strategy. And his strategy is he throws out like a thousand things an hour. <laughs> true. You know, so I true. thought, you know, he's got a list of things that he's got to get to. You know, it d- doesn't matter what, that this would come up again when it becomes a hotter debate, when sure. the players report to camp, when this becomes more of a topic. Because now, yesterday it was a story, but it wasn't a major story. And it's kind of has gone away because sure. the NFL, the NFL, PA say, listen, give us a few weeks on this. The players aren't even around right now. They're on vacation. They're finishing their vacation as they're going to get to camp in the next few days. I figured he would wait until players come to camp 
or we get into the season, we get close to the regular season, that's when it would come up. I didn't think it would come up today, but again, like I said, judging from the week with everything with Russia and Putin, hey, let me get back to what was a win, and this is a win for me. And the NFL is going, oh my God, we're never going to let it go. That's right. It's, ne- you're, it's never going to let go because you allowed the president to to get in on this, and instead of being able to run things yourselves, you have now allowed this to become a story ad nauseum. Anytime a player protests, anytime. And now the players are upset because now the players yeah. see like, okay, now you're making it seem like you're really mad at us. You know, here's the Dolphins want this four-game suspension, and the, and the, the owners now want everybody to see all of these things and the fines that are going on. And now the players, they know. They're not happy. They're like, okay, here's another thing that has been made to d- put a divide between the owners and the players. We don't need any more of that. Sure. Trust me, you're, they're gearing up for that next CBA and look out because the players are going to go, okay, here's the list of what we have going on here. And at the top of the list, we're going to talk about Anthem and all this stuff. This is just something that adds to that. And when the NFL needs to unify themselves more, this is just something that has driven them further apart. I agree it's driven them further apart. I'm going to take the conversation in a different direction. Why does everyone care so much what the president thinks about this topic? Because when you said, I was surprised that it took so long for, or or, I'm surprised that it happened so quickly, I'm not. I knew this is what was going to happen. One, because of what you said, it plays to his base. But two, he can't keep himself out of the news in regards to anything. So to me, I felt like this was coming. I'm frankly surprised it took him almost 24 hours from the time that that, that the NFL got involved and kind of sort of said we're going to revisit this policy in a little bit in a few weeks. Uh, But why do we care? Like to me, there are so many issues that are paramount to this country that our president needs to be focused on. I really don't care what he – I don't really care what his thoughts are on the national anthem, especially when I know that he's only doing it to get people riled up and to, as you said a couple times, Jason, uh, get – you know, go to a topic that he knows is going to win for him. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. When Machado got traded – Immediately the jump is to he's a rental. How long is he there for? Anybody that that comes in that's not under team control, which is why a guy like Jacob deGrom and Noah Syndergaard are so much sought after because they're under team control through 2020, 2021. These are the guys that fetch a lot of prospects. But immediately is, oh boy, the Dodgers gave up five guys for Manny Machado and he really wants to be a Yankee and we've heard this and we've heard this. And, you know, there is nothing more overrated than hearing this is where a guy wants to go. Yes. Because where a guy wants to go is great, but you can obviously find other places where you really enjoy playing. See George, Paul, when he was going to walk through the Lakers door. Thank you very much. And, hey, I'm going to stay in Oklahoma City. Can you come, by the way, co-host with me tomorrow night? Because this is what I was arguing with with my co-host for a month straight about you. Uh, no one can trade for Kawhi Leonard because he will not. S- I said, we said the same thing about Paul George, the same team. We were talking about the exact same team a year ago. Uh, but anyway, so I, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, it, but it, it doesn't mean that all guys are lying. Some When they say, this is my preferred destination. And, Some and, guys, it's where they, like LeBron James obviously wanted to be a Laker because he barely took any meetings. It doesn't matter. Look, the Lakers completely biffed free agency. They couldn't make a trade for Kawhi. They couldn't close on Paul George. And still LeBron came back from vacation <laughs> for 16 hours to say, hey, yeah, I'm going to the Lakers and I'll see you later. No, Magic Johnson didn't convince him in three hours where to spend the next four years of his life. Right. That was just, let's make Magic look good so he can bring other guys in. Sure. And let's make that the narrative. He knew he wanted to come here. Sometimes guys do. Sometimes 
It's just a, hey, I'd like well, to go there. It's a preferred destination. It's not the place you'd love to. It's, well, it's like this. If, if you and your girlfriend or wife are thinking about going on vacation, and you say, boy, we really want to go to Turks and Caicos. Sure. That's all you're thinking about for years. Turks and Caicos, Turks and Caicos. Oh, my God, we can't wait, we can't, we can't wait. And then, you know, after a few months, you're saving up, and you go, boy, Kauai would be awesome, too. See how we did that? Yeah, that, that was pretty good. Kauai would be awesome. Boy, you could go. We can snorkel. We can do all this. Boy, uh, Hawaii sounds awesome. We can spend a day going to the big island. We can go to Pearl Harbor and see that. All. Oh, Kauai sounds great. And suddenly, you're going to Kauai for vacation instead of going to Turks and Caicos because your vacation is one thing, but it, it's more like a prefer. I, we'd like to go there, but there could be other places oh. I wind up liking and going to. And with, with athletes specifically, I, and I don't even think like you can say Paul George prefer, like he wanted to go to the Lakers, but you can only go based on the information that you have at that exact moment. And so I think in Paul George's head, he said, I want to be a Laker without taking the time to consider, one, I can go to a, a relative contender. I don't want to call OKC a contender because they lost in the first round of the playoffs, but I can go to a playoff team. I can go play with people that I like to play with. And so to me, I just think that sometimes your opinion changes as you get more information. Now with Manny Machado, I'm sure we'll get into it throughout the rest of the show, but everything that you could possibly want as a player is here in Los Angeles. You have a contending team. You have a team that can pay you. Obviously, the beautiful weather, all the opportunities off the field, if that's what you are interested in. So to me, it doesn't really make sense, the concept that he wouldn't at least consider staying here. This is him pregame tonight about how happy he is to be in L.A. and why he chose to wear the number eight. Number eight was a new beginning, new journey, new team. So I wanted to go that route. I have to throw an athlete out there. Huge Kobe fan growing up. My dog's name is Kobe. I had to do a little bit with it, too, as well. Manny Machado wearing number eight because of his fandom for Kobe Bryant, named his dog Kobe, not his daughter. It sounded like my said daughter. His dog's name is Kobe. Whether it's legit or not, or you know whether he's just telling the story, it shows you how he wants to fit into the fabric of L.A. Just like LeBron's story about A.I. Hey, called said Sabalos, and he said, oh, yeah, I could wear your number 23. He will. It will be an easy sell to keep Manny Machado in L.A., trust me. Well, I was going to say, I like how he said, oh, it's about new beginnings. Kobe Bryant, new beginnings in the middle of his career, stopped wearing eight. So, uh, yeah, well. <laughs> interesting parallel there. But I just and thought he's an old school funny. Kobe guy. So he's old he school. He is, Kobe. yeah. Fro Kobe, yep. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. DeMar DeRozan learned the lesson that you can possibly learn in your life. DeRozan, who after he was traded to the Spurs in exchange for Kawhi Leonard the other day, was very disappointed about how the Raptors lied to him. He said they told him that they weren't going to trade him during summer league, and then Masai Ujiri wound up trading him for Kawhi Leonard. Now, today, Ujiri made a statement apologizing for what he called a, quote, miscommunication with DeMar. I had a conversation with DeMar at Summer League. I really want to leave it at that. I think maybe my mistake was talking about what we expected going forward from him. Not necessarily talking about uh, trade, but what I expect from him going forward. And I think that's where the gap was. Yeah, not necessarily a trade, but this, but that. This is where DeMar DeRozan learns a very big lesson. Don't trust anybody. 
And I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I know this may sound a little cold, but don't trust anybody. You can't trust anybody professionally in your life. You cannot. If you are fortunate enough in your life to have more than one person that you can rely on, you are living an incredible life because professionally, even personally, people are never going to do you right because they're going to put their interests ahead of yours. And if Ujiri had to lie to him because he didn't know if they were going to trade him or not, then he's got to lie to him. But you have to know that it's not going to be something where you can say, I can trust this guy, I can trust this guy. Sometimes it's stuff that's outside of somebody else's control and and you're going to wind up getting bagged as a result or and you're going to wind up getting uh they're going to walk back a promise to you but don't trust anybody you can be hopeful and being hopeful is great but if you do that you will have a much better life and you won't realize that all right i'm, I'm living a high wire act when i'm putting faith in people that i shouldn't because there's because yeah. there's nobody else i really trust outside of my wife she trusts me and that's really it And I wish I had more, but I don't. Well, and I was going to say even beyond trust, it's that it it goes back to what we were just saying with Manny Machado is, is whether it's Manny Machado, Paul George, whatever, you can think one thing in a moment that is true in that moment that might not be true down the road. And so Masai Ujiri, we're talking about Summer League two, three weeks ago when they met. They're, they, you know, the the Raptors talk with Kawhi really didn't come up until about the last week or so when all of a sudden out of Vegas it becomes clear that the Raptors are now a favorite. So maybe when they talked, Masai Ujiri didn't think he was really in the race for Kawhi Leonard. And so to me, I, I agree with kind of what you just said, but I also just think that I think there's a very feasible case to be made that maybe in that moment you, Masai Ujiri wasn't lying to uh, to Demar Derozan. If that oh makes sure, sense. Yeah. oh sure. But you know, but then then it would get to the point. Well, when it got serious, did he owe it to Derozan to say, "Hey, listen, I didn't think it was, but now things are yeah. getting serious, and now I don't know what's going to happen." And obviously, that conversation didn't happen. But just just knowing that when someone tells you something, yeah. realize they may be lying to your face. They could be telling you the truth, but they could be lying. Whenever you're reliant on somebody else for something, realize and and it's something that benefits you, and 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 you need it more they may not be telling you the truth on it. Just whether it's at work, whatever it is, you know the situations that I talk about that you've probably had sure. during your life that you know you can't trust them, that you have to know that this could wind up being something that is not going to go in your favor, and it helps you deal with that at the end. Yeah, and I was going to say to get kind of metaphorical like you just sure. were there, is that is something that you learn in life, whether you're an NBA player, you and I, that something probably we will never experience, or mm-hmm. in every walk of life is that even if your boss at some point has your best interest, if a better opportunity comes along, a better way to improve whatever your organization is, uh, that boss is going to take advantage of that. And so with DeMar DeRozan, we hear athletes say all the time, this is a business, I learned that the hard way. I hate to kind of be rude to DeMar DeRozan, but this is the reality of the world that we live in. I learned that from my time at NFL Network. Never underestimate people you work with. I, and that was a mistake I will never make again because I completely did that and it did not go in my favor. And I, was, I said, you know what? That'll never happen again. I worked for a website that no longer exists, so <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. We got some good news for Andrew Luck today. If you want to draft Andrew Luck in fantasy, if you're a Colts fan, because the Colts say Andrew Luck is cleared for training camp. He is good to go with no limitations. 
which means I assume he can throw more than than a high school football now. Yes. So now it looks like Andrew Luck's going to be ready to go in training camp. They'll monitor the wear and tear on his arm. They're not going to have him throw incredibly large amounts of time in camp because he's still working his way back. He didn't play at all last year. He's been out, you know, going to be two years uh, coming up pretty soon. So, but he is good and they're going to don't want to overuse him uh, to get him ready. It's great. It's a great story that Andrew Luck is coming back. It's 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 a fantastic story. But you know there's a but coming. But the Colts really needed to draft a quarterback in case because this is Andrew Luck who is now a question mark. He's always going to be a question mark. When you have an injury that keeps you out for two years, you are a huge question mark, and you have to get quarterbacks when you can get them in the NFL. It's you know I know the Colts were as lucky as anybody. They got Peyton Manning for 15 years, and they suck for one year. And, hey, we get the number one pick, and, oh, by the way, Andrew Luck is coming out of the draft. Oh, look how lucky we are. It doesn't happen now. No quarterbacks hit free agency that are really any good um, unless they're they're bent on letting the guy go. Like a Kirk Cousins thing is an anomaly. Uh, most guys are always taken up. You're worried about the draft. And he really there really needs to be a plan behind him. But the Colts almost decided to be irrationally defiant because they had gone down this road with him so long. It's no, Andrew Luck is our guy. No, but you're picking pretty high. You should there's a bunch of quarterbacks out there. You could they could have gotten Sam Darnold had they not traded with the Jets. And look, I'm happy because hey, that was awesome. But the Colts needed to take a quarterback because Andrew Luck clearly you can't depend. You don't know when he's coming back and you got to make a decision. If he does come back, well, one of many teams will trade you for Andrew Luck and you can move on with the guy you draft whether it's Darnold or Josh Allen, whoever you wanted to take at number three, you could do that. But to not have a plan, like I said, that phrase irrationally defiant comes into my mind for Andrew Luck because now you're just saying, no, he's our guy. No, you're just hoping. There's no science you have. There's none of this. You are just have decided to to dig in because everybody else has said, hey, you know what? They've warned you. Hey, you know what? You should really uh, do something. Nope, nope, nope. I'm going to do it. And it's, you know, it's like in the horror movie. I make this comparison all the time when the old guy tells the teenagers, hey, don't go in there. There's a killer. No, there's a killer in there. Don't tell us what to do. We're going to go in there and smoke and have sex and drink and curse and be teenagers and be wild. I'm telling you, don't go in there. The guy's got a hockey mask and everything's got a lot of knives. He's got tunnels built under Crystal Lake now because we redid the movies to make it different than the first time around. He got all this stuff. He's got a sack over his head now. Going to get them out. Tell you, no, 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 no. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to spend all weekend. I'm going to say, hey, come on. Come get me, hockey mask killer. This is what the Colts are doing, and they're going to rue it because Andrew Luck clearly is not going to be a guy who can count on his health the rest of his career. Well, let me play devil's advocate, though, really quick here. So the counter to this is that you think Andrew Luck is pretty healthy, and if he is, you got to do everything you can to put him in a situation to be successful. The reason we're in this situation in the first place is because he got sacked 40-something times the last time that he tried to play anything close to a full season. That's how his shoulder got hurt. Oh, by the way, that's how he got a lacerated kidney, which I still, that sounds like the most mortifying injury in the history of football. Yeah. But yeah, tough. yeah, like that, that's like, a tough one. Like that doesn't sound like one you just, you just go under the knife for a couple hours and you're fine a week later. Um, but so to me, Put Andrew Luck in a position to succeed. Do everything you can to keep him healthy. And then if he's not he- if he cannot stay healthy behind the revamped offensive line, you got some new weapons around him, whatever. 
Like, then you know definitively, and oh, by the way, if he gets hurt, you're probably not going to be very good anyways. You're going to have a chance <laughs> next year to get that pick. I understand your point. I also have no problem with them fortifying the offensive line in the first round, using that pick on a guy who who you hope is going to be there for the next 10 years, and you hope that he's part of a, a unit that can keep Andrew Luck upright. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. The Lakers have decided we're not crazy enough. We want to get more crazy. Today, the Lakers agree to a one-year, $3.5 million deal with free agent forward Michael Beasley. Michael Beasley, who was out of the NBA for a while, many questionable pictures on social media with him as to why he was out of the NBA, but he did come back and have a pretty good season with the Knicks last year. He shot well, and he hit threes. It's almost like he was back to being the player we thought he could be coming out of college, coming out of Kansas State. Now, he's 29 and not 19 anymore, but he did have a good year because he did play very well for the Knicks, not taking that away from him. But you look at this Lakers roster now, A.T., and there is a lot of crazy on it. You have Beasley to go along with Lance Stevenson. Now you have the Rajon Rondo crazy dynamic with Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma both kind of have their own thing going on as far as crazy goes. We're going to write rap songs about each other, and we have this, and now you're adding Michael Beasley to this list. Um, Look, I understand all of these. I I understand the basketball situations of this, but wow, I just can't get past the fact that this is a lot of crazy. It's a lot of crazy. Well, I mean, and what was – the number one thing that came out of the NBA Finals, besides the Warriors being maybe bad for basketball, it was the LeBron this at J.R. Smith. Yeah. Well, he just got a bunch of West Coast J.R. Smiths to come play with them in L.A. And it, at when all this stuff first started happening, you say, okay, well, Lance Stevenson, you know, okay, maybe that may – oh, JaVale, same thing. And then it's it just, it's snowballing. Yeah, but JaVale McGee is the most sane one out of all of them. Which is he's terrifying. Just, you know, hey, the, he's, he was, you know, a target because Shaquille O'Neal is shacked in a fool I mean, thing, which is what he's he mainly known for. He still has the little uh, thing in the back of his neck there, whatever you call it, the little rat tail there. I mean, he's not. He does, yeah. I mean, he's not. I think one it, of the Infinity Stones is in there as well. That's I, I mean, he's not, you know, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to win NBA Man of the Year or anything no. next year. So the point being <laughs> is that I, I just, you know, look, I get that the, the Lakers, are going to, as we head towards the season, continue to spin this as, you know, we want tough veterans, we want playmakers, we want this, we want that. You said it, Jason, it's a bunch of crazy. And as I was telling you off air, it's not only that you got to deal with all these egos, but even if these guys are on one-year deals, how do they affect Brandon Ingram? How do they affect Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball? Some of these guys you are going to want to keep long-term past next season, and those guys can pollute a locker room. Are you not concerned that, or, or, or sorry, not not concerned? Does this tamp it down that everybody still realizes this is LeBron James's team? This is LeBron, and as much as the crazy is going to be there, LeBron's kind of above everybody else as the de facto coach GM. That the guy, okay, we understand we can't go too nuts because LeBron, it's it's his team. Well, this is my question that that I think is going to be most fascinating. Is it, we we heard when LeBron signed that he signed off on all these deals and all these ideas. Uh, but we've also heard LeBron say that I'm going to be patient in the past. And he never stays patient, right? And I, I, I referred to this a few weeks ago on my show Saturday nights. When he got to Cleveland, you know, he said this is going to be a process. We're not going to win a championship. This is the second time, of course. 
Then he immediately trades for Kevin Love. And then like two weeks into the season, he basically pushes for a trade to get Deion Waiters out of there. And so to me, it sounds great on paper that I'm on this three-year contract and, and we're building this for the long haul. I want to know how long it's going to take. How many days from tip-off of game one until he goes to Magic John says we got to shake this thing up? They always LeBron teams always start slow. They start slow in Cleveland. They started slow in and Miami. That's without all these personalities. They always did, and now you got a lot of credit. It's going to be slow. But I'll tell you, the guy who's going to pay first is Luke Walton. I because agree. if Luke Walton, if this team starts slow, and I'm not saying six and seven, if they start slow and by the beginning of the new year they're four or five games under 500. Luke Walton's going to get fired. Well, it, but it not, it, it, first of all, I agree 100%. And that's the other thing. Not only does LeBron uh, constantly pushing for revamping of the rosters every year, we heard that in Cleveland. We got, we need this, we need that. He, there isn't a single coach, and let's be honest, that he hasn't tried to get fired or that he has gotten <laughs> fired. I mean, the only one that really survived was Eric Spolstra. But if you remember Eric Spolstra early in that run, LeBron tried to get him fired, and Pat Riley yeah. put his foot down and said, no, 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 this is not Cleveland anymore. You are not calling the shots. I am. But you go through the time frame of LeBron's career, every coach has met the chopping block. Ty Lue, who he handpicked as his head coach, <laughs> probably would have been out if LeBron didn't get out first. But, yeah, and Spolster turned into a damn good coach. Of course. I mean, you see what he's been doing the with duct tape the last yes. couple of years, turning some guys into stars when guys turn into stars and then get crazy. They still wind up winning. They still wind up being playoff teams. You know, Spolster turned into a really good coach, but Luke Walton is not going to get that. He will be the guy that's saying, you know what? This is not working, and we need well, somebody else. Because they're not going to – they don't think they're giving away a year by not going out and getting Kawhi Leonard now. LeBron, I'm sure, is told, listen, we'll see what we have right now. We'll see what works, and we have a lot of guys in here, and I, I, I think what we have right now will be okay. Then next summer they'll go and say, all right, what do we need? We see the dust settle. LeBron's play with these guys for a year. Do we need Kawhi? Do we need somebody different? You know, what? what what's the best fit we need? They're going to need a shooter. They're going to need somebody. You have nobody else that can make shots, so maybe that's where they go. But they'll wait for this. But when it comes to this season, they're not going to completely give it away. So Luke Walton will be the guy that winds up hitting the chopping block. And I'm telling you, the guy they're going to go after in the middle of the season when they're sitting there is going to be Jeff Van Gundy. Okay. They're going to go after Jeff Van Gundy. They'll pay him a lot of money to come out and and coach. He's got the cachet with the players. He was very successful. He's a very good defensively uh, coordinated coach. This is what he's done. His hallmark has been getting teams to play very well defensively. And certainly the Lakers have the right makings of a good defensive team. And he'll be the guy to come in. He will be able to handle Los Angeles, all these egos. He'll have the fun one-liners at press conferences. And LeBron will let him implement the stuff he needs to put in. He will be the guy midseason they go to. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 